0: I also like to live dangerously. As you wish, sir. I'll be back.
1: Get away from her, you bitch! We all go a little mad sometimes. This is Sequel Harder, the podcast where we analyze good movies and their awful sequels. My name is Dave, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Eric. Hello. This week, we are talking about Austin Powers. Yes. Yes. Um we decided to do this one cuz well we hadn't done a comedy in a while. Yeah. And uh and there's only three, so it makes it easy. It's nice to get back into something short. Yeah. yeah. What uh what's your history with Austin Powers?
2: I the the first one I saw um I don't think I I don't think I under, like really knew what it was. When it, I mean, nobody knew what it was when it first came out. Mm-hmm. I, I I wouldn't be surprised if this was sort of more popular on VHS than it was in theaters. I know. I mean, I know it was decently popular. Mm. Yeah, that's true. But I but I think it, if I remember correctly, it had a it had a bigger kind of a following immediately when it came on VHS. Right. And that's how I saw it. I don't I don't know anybody else that saw it like in theaters. Um. But then. I mean, like everybody loved it and I enjoyed it. And so the second one and then third one saw them in the theaters. The second one I saw opening day, I think. And then the third one, it's kind of a funny story. I got, I saw it three times. But oh, yeah. it's one of those things where I was going with a bunch of, I went with a group of friends to see a movie and we saw Austin Powers 3 and then later like uh, a couple days later I was hanging out with a different group of friends and they're like oh let's go see a movie and they all wanted to go see Austin Powers 3 and I was like, oh, like <laughs> so I went and saw it again and then I was uh, I went on a date and it was the only movie that she hadn't seen and I was like okay I guess we're watching this for the third time it's so yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I've seen that All movie right. more times than I care to remember. Yeah, seriously. Um, I
1: think I don't remember, but I think I saw two before I saw one. Okay. Um,
2: <clears throat> I, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. I I I, think right. I don't think it was that. One was kind yeah. of a
1: sleeper. Yeah. Uh, and also, and we can get into this about like um, Saturday Night Live movies or oh yeah movies yeah. with Saturday Night Live you know leads. Um, <clears throat> I. I, I in the time where – in the 90s or whatever, I was not into Saturday Night
2: Live. I'm kind yeah, of still yeah. not. But, but he wasn't even on it then, was he? And, I thought he had been on –
1: he had been on Saturday Night Live. He
2: had – no, no. He yeah. had been. Yeah. Because right. uh, he, he – yeah. yeah. Obviously, but w- is, Wayne's is, yeah. World's early 90s. This right. is late 90s. I just mean that like at the time, he wasn't on. No, at the time, yeah,
1: he yeah. wasn't on. Um, But it was like a movie from a Saturday Night Live alum.
2: Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah.
1: And like Wayne's World, I, didn't, I never got into – Um, I had seen some of the sketches on the show and I, I – I've seen clips from the movie, but I was like, ah, it's a little dumb, you know?
2: Yeah. It's surprising. There's there's actually a lot of uh, SNL movies, like Night at the Roxbury's, Ladies' Man, like, Mm -hmm. I probably could sit here and dig up at least, at least (laughs) 10 other ones. It's, yeah. So, yeah,
1: so I saw the second one before I saw the first one and I actually, for a long time, I liked the second one better than the first one, okay for some reason, even though it's like the same set of jokes, they landed better for me in the second
2: one yeah that's that's a weird opening to come into, yeah, I haven't not seen the first one i I mean I, you, it, it, yeah it it almost nothing pertains to the plot, no, so it's yeah. yeah
1: and i I may have but i i just I definitely remember the second one more, and then yeah. I saw the third one at some point after it came out yeah, yeah, I was like all right that's enough <laughs> uh yeah so so uh what do you think of Mike Myers in
2: general? Uh, You know, to me, he's very much like Eddie Murphy, where they were they were much funnier in the beginning Mm -hmm. when when it was they 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 took their character roles very seriously and how they crafted them. Of, like, you know, it's, like, you look at Axel Foley and you look at, mm. like, Wayne and all these things. It's, like, those were really fleshed-out characters that they, like, a lot of depth and thought into, like... And then it's, like, then you've got Mike Myers in this. And even, like, later with Eddie Murphy and, like, the, you know, the the clumps and all that stuff. Right. They're just playing too many characters. They, they like, they're not in the headspace to, oh, yeah, like, yeah, to yeah. flesh out a character. Right. It's, like, you... I guess you you get Austin Powers and Doctor Evil's story, but it takes like three movies to sort of like it's just constantly changing. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like it's a it's a it's a very malleable character that that you don't really get a good grasp of because right. it could this the backstory and the life of the character could could change completely within movie to movie. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I like I said I I wasn't into Wayne's World. I was never. I'm not a big Mike Myers fan. He and I saw so I married an axe murderer. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Okay. And it's and – I mean, he's fine in Shrek, but that's because you can't see him.
2: Yeah, right? yeah,
1: yeah, Uh To me, just him mugging toward the camera for 90 minutes gets really old really fast.
2: Yeah, he does – He does like, in <laughs> yeah. everything he does, there is kind of a wink and a nod to the, right. the camera.
1: Yeah, right. And it is – I mean, like we were saying on text, it, it was a very 90s thing. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and <clears throat> these sort of catchphrase comedy was a very 90s thing.
2: It's funny. It's uh, having – yeah, watched – a lot of like two uh, thousands tw- and twenty tens TV shows and stuff like that. Then you go back and you watch this from the nineties. Like the you know the the whole gag in the first movie where he's peeing mm-hmm. and then he stops and he pees again. Yeah. That's that's very much like a, a Family Guy thing.
3: Stage five evacuation beginning. Evacuation, come... Evacuation, come... 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 Evacuation, come...
2: To where it's yeah. like that—that's that's almost like this Austin Powers thing is like a precursor to like that gag and Family Guy, where it's like the joke just goes on right. and on and, right. on and on and on. So yeah, you can see where some of this, like some other later comedy stuffs, have developed out of this. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it, and that's why I ended up rating this higher than I thought I would, just yeah. because you can see the origin of a lot of stuff here. Yeah, yeah. It really, there's a lot of great ideas. Um, but again, the the P gag sounds good on paper.
2: Yeah. But yeah. to
1: me, the execution, it, which is a lot of these movies where it falls down.
2: Well, for, for for, especially for that one. It's like it's quite it, there. I guarantee you if somebody else came in there, there's a sweet spot where you, you cut it off five seconds earlier or six, even six or seven seconds earlier. And then it's like it's a lot funnier.
1: Or, or for me, it just put a different actor in there who's not telegraphing the jokes quite so. That's funny, true. You know? Yeah. He just he oversells everything.
2: Uh, so so you hate Mike Myers? That, that's, the, that's the end the
1: no, that's the thing. But but I love Doctor Evil. I love that character, and I yeah, he plays. Yeah. I mean, it, it gets a little shaky later on, but I think that's a great idea for a character. He he executes really good. Yeah. Little, even better in the second.
2: I, one, I, I, I I I will admit. I I think I do like the Doctor Evil character better than I like Austin Powers. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, it, it's more of a character and less of just mugging to the camera.
2: Yeah, you know. And then I, I hate. All the other like fat bastard hate it. Ugh, uh, yeah. like the the Dutch. Yeah, gold member. Gold member yeah. hate him. Oh, yeah,
1: Because yeah. it was it was just trying to, trying too hard, trying to beat too many characters, trying to.
2: He really shouldn't have been those characters. No, it's no. yeah.
1: But hey, we got Shrek out of Fat Bastard. So
2: yeah. Well, <laughs> what, what the question is? Would you have liked Shrek better when it was Chris Farley? Because you can find the Chris Farley version, really? Yeah, online. Well, it's 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 with the animatic. It's the it's the okay. like hand drawn animations, but it's his voice and everything.
1: Uh, I've never been a Chris Farley fan either.
2: No. Nope. So, Jesus what Christ. kind of a, like
1: like I said, <laughs> I'm not a big Saturday Night Live fan. Yeah, no, I know. Uh, what did he do a Scottish accent for that? Or no, no, was, was it, that just was, it, was just, it was just being Chris Farley. It was just being him.
2: Yeah, yeah. Not, but, I, but I felt I felt there was more emotion to it. When oh, it was just really? when it was just Chris Farley's voice, okay.
1: I mean, I I like Trek. I think yeah. I think Mike Myers did a fine job. Um,
2: yeah, I just think that when when he added the Scottish thing to it, you're sort of like, okay, now it's kind of a <laughs> now nah, it's just a joke,
1: huh? I guess it's just an excuse so. for Mike Myers. Oh like, yeah, he loves any, anytime you the see accent.
2: him do, or God, we're going to like this like twenty minute <laughs> random. <laughs> anytime you see him do a talk show, he will find any excuse to either use a very heavy Canadian accent. Yeah, like while staring into the camera. Yeah, he'll do that thing where he stops and looks into the camera and turns his head, and and then he'll he'll either speak in French or he'll speak in a very English accent, or he'll then he'll do it like a bit of Canadian or something. It's like right. Yeah. And you're like, okay, we get it. Like you can do voices. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, uh Austin Powers: International Man of Mystery uh came out in 1997. Uh, I had forgotten slightly that the first one had a subtitle. subtitle.
2: Yeah, no. Yeah. Um
1: but and we'll we'll get into the Bond aspect on all this of course as well. Uh directed by Jay Roach, uh who directed all three. Yeah. yeah. And he also did Mystery Alaska and Meet the Parents. Okay. Um, it had a budget of $17 million.
2: That's pretty impressive.
1: Yeah. Yes. And what do you think it grossed?
2: I, I think at 40. I think it did well, but it didn't, like I said, it wasn't some huge box office. Yeah. What was what, what
1: it? Yeah. It ended up 53.8 okay, yeah. in the US. Yeah. And that's, that's really good. Right. I mean, it's, yeah, yeah, but it's, yeah. 67 worldwide. So nothing, like like you said, sleeper hit, probably yeah. did much more on home video. Yeah.
2: I try it being one of those things where people are being like, oh, you have to see this movie. And then, like, mm-hmm. someone, like, making someone go rent it and watch it or something. Right.
1: So, the IMDb synopsis. A 1960s secret agent is brought out of cryo-freeze to oppose his greatest enemy in the 1990s, where his social attitudes are glaringly out of place. Yeah. So, Dr. Evil and Austin Powers are the Blofeld and Bond of of this world in the 60s now the I, I don't know i don't know why he went with the sort of foppish dandy as a super spy character okay yeah yeah whereas it's nothing the, like Bond. Uh, yeah like the know?
2: manly man yeah
1: whereas you know clearly dr evil is blofeld yeah and
2: i don't i, I guess that's just his style he's just yeah i think he's just trying to, I, I, well i think that he probably knew that he couldn't pull off the because he, he's he's, oh, he's yeah. a rather short guy. Yeah, what is he? Yeah. He's like five six or something. I don't five know, seven. He is short. He's short. Yeah. When he stands up next to other people, I'm like, "Ooh, he's yeah. he's short." And so I think that he knew that, that was the only way he could play it off. Yeah. And he, there's no way that it's it is a question. It's like you look at some of those early bonds, and I mean, he, he's a complete misogynist, and it's like, oh god, yeah, and 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 <laughs> and, 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 and trying to make fun of that. It just, it might not translate. True. Yeah. It might so not translate kinda, to funny. It might just come across yeah. as like cruel and bad. Like, yeah.
1: So he has to be the butt of the joke yeah. in this where he's over sexualized, but.
2: Exactly. In yeah. a comedic way. He's, ta- he's he- taken the over sexualization yeah. of like the women in the Normal Bond movie and applied it to himself. All yeah. the women are into him and they're right. like, yeah. Right. Like,
1: and he's a goofy looking guy. Why, yeah. Why would you? Well, yeah. Terrible
2: him? teeth. Yeah. yeah, the yeah. Teeth, right. Um, the teeth
1: bit is kind of funny.
2: It is. Yeah. Although it made no sense when he went back in time and his teeth were, <laughs> were terrible. Again. That was kind of, it was it was funny but it was, it, amusing, I was sort of but, like oh, like what that doesn't make sense.
1: What? No. Well, and so much of these movies. Yeah, of course, yeah. You know. Uh and I'm trying like I was going through the the trivia last night and they all in goofs and they're like, "Oh, well this is this is not what well,
2: well, you, you can't, can't really, yeah. you're going to look yeah. at
1: continuity in a film like this. You can't, <laughs> <Come> no.
2: <on. laughs>
1: so, uh in the 60s, Dr. Evil tries to assassinate Austin at a club. Uh, He doesn't – he fails and he does – and then he escapes in his cryogenic space capsule, uh, which, I mean, again – let it go, but it didn't even look airtight, much less. No,
2: of course space not. It's, it, it's in the shape of a Bob's Big Boy. <laughs> Bob's Big Boy, right? It makes which was so weird when they shoot to like it's like London and it yeah, shows yeah, like yeah. this nightclub and there's a fucking Bob's Big Boy on top of a night. Right. At first, I was like, "What is that doing there? Like, that doesn't make any sense." What does, did they even have Big Boy in London, England? No, they don't think they did. I think they, yeah. I think even today they only have it in the United States. Right. Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. So it was a weird choice, first of all, <laughs> to yeah. use that. Um, so then uh, Austin gets cryogenically frozen as well right?
2: well he he electively yeah goes into cryogenic free i guess instead whatever. of it's
1: just like hanging around and fighting crime for 30 years yeah, he's gonna yeah, wait it, for it, dr evil <laughs> all
2: right and, and, and i love how it's even said in case he returns mm. like he's just he's indefinitely in there and like who knows when he'll ever get thought out it's, yeah yeah yeah
1: Exactly. So then 30 years later Dr. Evil's uh, big boy satellite re-enters Earth's atmosphere. Do
2: you think do you think that, that there was any sort of n- not I wouldn't say nod but it's like uh like alluding to Demolition Man? Cuz Demolition Man's 95.
1: Yeah, could be. There and it could be and a and little it's sort
2: of that. It's sort of like I you know, the, I captured this this criminal and or it, like he's frozen himself and and I need to freeze myself in case like I don't know where, because that's not a Bond thing. That's not a Bond thing at all. No, so they've never yeah. done that. Yeah. So yeah.
1: Well, it was. It could be a nod to Demolition Man. It could be um, just an excuse to do the fish out of water.
2: Yeah, of course. You yeah. Know. I just. I don't know. I don't know. And, and this is the terrible to say. So I don't. Just, I don't know if Mike Myers is that clever to like have come up with that. Oh. and not have an influence by oh, something sure. to, yeah, yeah. like, yeah. Like, oh, I'm going to, like, he's good at crafting a joke. I just don't know how, if he's good at telling a story, like, coming up with a story. Sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, and I had forgotten the the bit about the cat. So, you know, Mick, Oh, freeze yeah. the cat's Mr. Bigglesworth, and he's a, yeah. one of these bald cats, but the cat had hair when they came yeah. to yeah. freeze.
0: Gentlemen, welcome to my underground lair. It's been 30 years, but I'm back. Everything's gone perfectly to plan except for one small flaw. Due to a technical error by my henchman, Mustafa, complications arose in the unfreezing process. My design was perfect. Look what you did to Mr. Bigglesworth! But, Dr. Evil, we were unable to anticipate
1: feline complications due to the reanimation process.
0: Silence! (laughs) Let this be a reminder to you all that this organization will not tolerate failure.
3: Uh, uh, oh, uh,
0: Gentlemen, let's get down to business. Uh, oh, uh, We've got a lot of work to do. Someone help me. I- I'm still alive, only I'm very badly burned. Some of you I know. Some of you I'm meeting for the first time. Uh-huh. Hello, sir. anyone? Can someone call an ambulance? i get quite a lot of pain. Okay, you've all been gathered here to form oh. my evil cabinet. Excuse me.
2: <laughs> the cat doesn't only really show up in any of the later ones. It's like sure does. I mean, it does, but it's not Oh, it's like, not prominent. Yeah. But,
1: I mean, Mini-Me gets his own mini-cat.
2: Oh, that's – I forgot about that. Mini-Mr. Pickles. Yeah, of. he's biting the ear of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there is a lot of, like, very subtle humor to this that it's, that's funny. It's – yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, so Dr. Evil comes back and his the, – the other running joke is that number one is trying to make a real business, money-making business. No, no number two. This, or number two. Yeah, yeah. He's trying to make, a, make money out of this thing. And he kind of tries to take it legit as Dr. Evil's like, I just want to do an evil plan, man. They can
2: make so much more money right, doing, right. doing a corporation than they could, like yeah. him stealing a million dollars or something. Yeah, Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah so he, the bit when he comes back and he's like, all right, I got a plan to do this and that and the other thing. And they're like, well, yeah, the, we already had a hole in the ozone layer. We yeah. already <laughs> yeah. had Princess Diana get whatever, yeah. you know. Yeah. So then he goes back to the old standby of hijacking nuclear weapons. Um, And then we get Elizabeth Hurley as Vanessa, uh, I forget her last name, but um, in the- Uh, Kensington. Kensington. it's it's Miss Kensington, not Mrs. Kensington. Right. So Mrs. Kensington, her mom, played by Mimi Rogers in the 60s, clearly supposed to be Mrs. Peel from the Avengers. Yeah, yeah. Um, And I thought that was a good- you know, there was a good uh, crossover there.
2: And, yeah, yeah, and uh, it, yeah. They, 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 it's nice that it wasn't just very Bond centric. Right. They took a right. lot of different spy things, and yeah,
1: they had him watching <clears throat> uh, our man Flint at one point. On yeah.
2: The
1: <laughs> so, oh, and then Scott is introduced. Oh, son, yeah, yeah. Scott Evil, who uh, I like. I like the bits with him.
2: Yeah, he's yeah. funny, and of course, I like because there's there's very few. And a lot of the scenes, it's just Austin and Doctor Evil, and there's very few straight men in this, right? And and that is like what Scott plays best. It's right. like because even at other times, there's there's very few jokes not made at his expense there's very few that he makes that are like that scott makes yeah yeah versus like even like Frau or like number two they're sort of like they're being a bit odd and goofy at times yeah and so they're they're kind of making jokes and stuff like that but scott truly is like the straight man of the series yeah like, he's
1: the audience member and they're yeah. saying what are you doing this yeah, is yeah, stupid, this is just stupid. <laughs>
2: that's already that it's yeah. like just calling attention yeah, yeah. to like yeah
1: and we have right austin goes to las vegas and he plays blackjack with number two.
0: I also like to live dangerously, as you wish, sir.
1: And Number two's companion is a lot of vagina. Yeah. Uh, and I thought I recognized the actress, but I looked her up, and you I, know I, I haven't I, seen her.
2: in too You're much. right. I I I was like, she looks like somebody. Yeah. And then I, I looked it up too, and I was like, oh, that's not who I. Thought it's I was,
1: right. Yeah. It was, she's like a young Maria de Cachito Alonso, or something, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Um, and she tries to uh, assassinate him, right?
2: Yeah, uh, no. Oh, yeah. oh, well, no, no, no. She, oh, here, we, yeah. yeah. First, the Harry the, the O'Brien yeah, yeah. tries
1: to assassinate him in the toilet, and Tom Arnold is in the next stall. Yeah, he which uh, all the yeah,
2: Tom Arnold was, was. I liked him in this. He's all right. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: Partner, come on, you gotta relax.
2: Don't force it, get a blow out your o-ring. Drop a lung. <sighs>
0: <laughs> Who does number two work
3: for? Who
0: does number two
2: work? That's right, buddy. You show that turd who's boss. Hey, hey, just grab a hold of something, bite your lip, and give it hell. Come on, we're gonna get through this. Hey, that, that sounds pretty nasty. How about a courtesy flush over
0: there?
1: How about a whole, how about a courtesy flush? Yeah. <laughs> He just comes out and he's What the hell did you eat? Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, so then Austin takes Vanessa out on the town in, in Las Vegas and they go back to the room and she falls asleep on him. Yeah. And so he gets a call from Basil Oh, Basil Exposition. Yeah great name great actor yeah. i love the the fact that they're calling attention to this whole thing why is he the same in the 60s and the 90s uh, I think that's,
2: yeah <laughs> he's got sideburns in the 60s oh he's got sideburns. yeah oh yeah yeah so
1: now he looks younger in the 90s yeah yeah
2: right. well they did they did that joke with Frau that she looked well, exactly well, yeah. the
1: same. sure but they never hung a lantern on it with basil
2: you yeah know?
1: yeah uh yeah, Fraforbison is great. Yeah. So, uh, Austin goes out to spy on a lot of vagina, ends up sleeping with her. Okay, now that was weird too. So he goes, he, he's snooping around her room. She comes in and finds him. They get in the hot tub. Yeah, yeah. She drugs him. Yeah. And then they have sex. Yeah. But, but, but why did she drug him if she was just going to sleep with him?
2: Uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're thinking
1: th- too far. That whole scene just had no point <laughs> except yeah, yeah. to have
2: him sleep with her, so that so that Vanessa could get Vanessa could yeah. get angry, right?
1: So Vanessa. So here's the thing in the in this movie,
2: you know, it's funny. There, there's a lot less a lot less scenes to this movie than I remember. I remember when we, when I was watching it now, and and wow. all of a sudden we were in Vegas. I was like, wow, that that seemed like it went really <laughs> fast. yeah. Because like, yeah. it's like once you go from Vegas, then it's like. He's that Dr. Evil's lair. He gets caught. And that's sort of the It's like. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, I, just, I just. I felt. It felt like the first time I watched it. Or like when I watched like 20 something years ago. It was like more drawn out.
1: Yeah. Probably but, just because it has a feel of the jo- yeah. Bond movie. That you, you expect a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So in this movie. He's you know. Oversexed. Oversexualized. And he wants to sleep with Vanessa. Yeah. But she's. Yeah standoffish to him because she's heard about him from her mom and she's not that kind of girl. Right? Yeah, yeah. And then in the second movie, uh, Heather Graham is totally coming on to him the whole time but yeah. he doesn't have his mojo, you know, so he can't do anything. And then the third movie, I don't even
2: know. Yeah, there's not really <laughs> any.
1: not really that thing going
2: well, on. Well, there's a little bit with, but it's but it's not really, it's like, she's like a former love interest or something. I don't know. They, they did a yeah, really poor yeah, job yeah. Of, of fleshing her character out. Right. She was just sort of there for convenience. Right.
1: And yeah. it just, because they wanted to do a black exploitation one
2: yeah oh yeah exactly uh, especially like yeah like a 70s one too yeah. yeah
1: so yeah so dr evil threatens the world with an underground nuke and uh, you, you brought up earlier about the one million dollars yeah everyone's yeah. laughing at him like yeah that's we make that in a day here yeah and yeah so he asks for what 600 billion dollars or something
0: one million dollars <throat>
1: Don't you think we should maybe ask for more than a million dollars? A million dollars isn't exactly a lot of money these days. VirtuCon alone
0: makes over nine billion dollars a year. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. It's a lot more. Okay, then. We hold the world ransom for... One hundred billion dollars.
1: And then in the set, well, we'll get to the second movie <laughs> and then they have a uh, random task. Yeah.
2: The, the yeah. Odd job Which that guy, it. that, she you ever see about that actor? No. He, I think he's dead now. Oh. But he, I think he went to prison for murder. Oh, that's he, the one. Yeah. That's oh, my, I did read about that. He's the guy who like kidnapped some woman and then like murdered her or something. Yeah. Like, and then he like, he hit it for a long time, but they finally,
1: yeah, yeah, it yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wild. So, Dr. Evil, yeah, threatens the world with underground nuclear missiles. He starts that up, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah. Austin and Vanessa get captured. Yeah. And they dress him up in these silver outfits and... Yeah,
2: that, that, was, that was kind of funny. Is that yeah, yeah the, the outfit and then also the whole like, like the him escaping and how it's like, well, aren't you gonna like Scott's like, aren't you gonna like just kill him right now? And it's like, I'm gonna get my gun and we can just shoot him together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 I'm gonna put him in a situation where it's like he can easily get out of it, right. And actually, assume everything went off with the corny plan.
0: <laughs> Scott, I want you to meet daddy's nemesis, Austin Powers. What are you feeding him? Why don't you just kill him? no scott i have an even better idea i'm going to place him in an easily escapable situation involving an overly elaborate and exotic death why don't you just shoot him now i mean i'll go get a gun we'll shoot him together it'll be fun bang dead done one more peep out of you and you are grounded mister and i am not joking all right let's begin
1: (laughs) yeah those direct bond things are pretty funny yeah so Vanessa goes and gets back up. Uh, they come up and shoot up the place. There's a showdown with Austin, Doctor Evil, Scott, Vagina, Vanessa, and Number Two. Um, I think Doctor. I think Number Two gets killed, but he still comes back. In yeah, the next movie. That,
2: I didn't understand that. because yeah. like obviously, like I have a better memory of two and three. Yeah. And then I, when I was watching, it, I was like, oh, he's because he doesn't he hit the button and, and hit him into the fire. Yeah. But I guess uh, Mustafa f- survived the fire. No, because
1: he comes back in the second movie, but it's back in time. Oh no, but it is 2 years later. Yeah. You're right. He did survive that.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, anyway, writing it's hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Dr. Evil gets away in the, in the big boy again and uh oh and they they're, they're attacked by fembots. So, we have this introduction of the idea of the fembots, which was I don't I don't know where became, that came from. Right. It, like, it, they use the word like it's a word. Yeah, yeah. That people use, but it's one of those things they just made up for this movie. Yeah. Um which is weird.
2: Yeah. Cause it, when we, when, when I started like in order to watch this movie for this purpose, I started breaking down like the references and I was like, yeah, I don't know what this is a reference to. No, like, I'm yeah. sure somebody knows, but yeah. it's gotta be something. They couldn't have just come up with fembots out of nowhere. I guess everything, everything about this movie is crafted to be a joke. <laughs> yeah. Like, right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I love when they do the, uh, the uh, shots of the fembots like shooting out of their nipples. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's always this close up shot so you can tell that it's, you know, you can't see the face or whatever. Yep. Um, so then uh, Austin and Vanessa get uh, married and they're on their honeymoon. Um, Basil calls them and then there's one of these like another one of these nude scenes where yeah, yeah. Uh, stuff is conveniently covering things up. And I don't know. That that stuff got old real fast. It me. did.
2: Yeah, it did. It did. Cause it was the second time in this movie. Right. They did it.
1: Right. Uh, and I heard, I think, uh, so I listened to a, uh, a podcast called James bonding. Yeah. And uh, these two guys uh, go over all the bond movies and now they've gone through all the bond movies twice. So now they're doing the adjacent bond movies. So they, they went over the Austin powers hmm. one and two. I haven't heard their one on the third one yet. And there, I think they were saying that the, Test audiences liked the nude scene so much that they went back and shot a second one.
2: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, funny. Yeah. So then, that's uh, that's that's that thing that's like terrible filmmaking of like the audience loved this. Put more of it in yeah, there. Yeah, it's yeah. like Really, at the sacrifice of like <laughs> the story, just jamming in shit that people liked and right yeah
1: well i mean that's so much of these movies yeah i know throwing everything at the screen well i guess I guess I
2: I, I guess I I have to take a step back and realize it is a comedy and so you've got to deliver on laughs and if right. people are laughing at that and it's mm-hmm. 1999 or 97 or whatever 97 i think yeah then yeah and have them laugh at them
1: yeah and then at the very end uh a random test comes back and tries to assassinate them yeah because that's classic bond the henchman
2: yeah yeah Does the final hit and then it uh just hits them in the head and then yeah it just hurts them that's it that's, <laughs> who throws a shoe at <laughs> right. right i mean some of that stuff like like the the kind of offhand comments are are, are kind of the funniest part about mm. this like the, the long drawn out joke sequences they're hit or miss yeah and a lot of times they're misses right but it is sort of just like the 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 commentary almost like either either dr evil or austin's commentary on something in in short form is usually pretty funny right
1: um, yeah, like the, uh, the scene where he's trying to turn the cart around in the small yeah,
2: hallway. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Again, sounds good on paper, but just felt so
2: long. Yeah. Oh, and the whole, the gag with the penis pump throughout all the movies. Oh, yeah. Like, who cares? Just I know. Just get over it. Yeah. Well, you got to put yourself in, uh, the mid, late nineties yeah. of, uh, mentality of like, right. Oh, there's a penis pump on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> like. Yeah,
1: but yeah, there are there's some great stuff in here like sharks with freaking laser beams. Yeah, yeah. the um, oh and then the, the running gag throughout the three movies of
0: It's no hassle But I'm All I'm saying they're gonna get away. I, I'm just Which knock knock who's that? Lush, let me tell you a little story about a man named Sh. Even before you start that was a preemptive sh- just know i have a whole bag of shh with your name on it
1: yeah yeah, yeah. and then which becomes zip it in the second one and
2: the, the shark gag's funny because because it is also at the same time a, a rip on like things like PETA and stuff like that where he's like oh. you know like after the late 60s like people got a little like <laughs> upset over animal rights right and, and like and we it, getting access to a shark is quite impossible these days <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, An ill-tempered sea bass. Yeah. Oh right. Yeah. right. We got sea bass. <laughs> are they are they evil? bone. Like, are they at least ill-tempered? <laughs> yeah. Right.
1: Begin the unnecessarily slow-moving dipping mechanism. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah.
1: So some of the trivia. Uh, Mike Myers originally wanted Jim Carrey to play Doctor Evil.
2: Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But
1: uh, let's see. There was scheduling conflicts with Liar Liar, so then
2: he he did it himself. See, that's what sucks is because. I'm sure it's that scenario where Jim Carrey couldn't come in for this mm-hmm. that that started him down this path of that he had to play every single villain. Right. And so, like, when it would have just been, like, good actors filling out these roles. You, you think of how many, like, okay, like, like we said, I, we're not fans of Goldmember or Fat Bastard, but it would have been so much funnier to have, like, a certain high-profile celebrity be that right. cameo. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, well, rather than just, oh, what – what wacky thing is Mike yeah, Myers going to do you get, like, you
2: get like a um, like a and this is a bad example. I'm just throwing it out. Like but like a Martin Short fat bastard or sure. something. It's like a Jiminy Glick kind of <laughs> like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then it, then it then it's a, like a funny joke that it's like oh that's that's Martin Short like yeah yeah.
1: He modeled Austin Powers' hair and glasses after a young Stephen Hawking
2: really yeah that's weird which i
1: can kind of see especially yeah. after that movie I,
2: I thought it was going to be which they came back to around i sort of nod at like michael Caine or something sure yeah
1: yeah yeah he used to have those thick glasses in movies.
2: yeah, yeah exactly yeah. and that same kind of hair it's right like, yeah like a mop of hair like
1: okay uh anything else on this one
2: um no i mean this was this was kind of a a short yeah. explanation it's a very simple plot so, right yeah
1: yeah uh, so what did you get it? I, because it, because
2: I, I, I'm, I'm trying to be good about looking at these things in the time period mm. and sort of like putting myself in the mindset and the framing of, of like that era. I'd have to give it an eight. Okay. I, I think that it's, it starts off a solid comedy series, which I don't think holds up, but it's still referenced to today. People, I, I definitely have heard people make Austin Powers jokes as recent as like five years ago.
1: Yeah, totally. Yeah, I give it a seven. Uh, I agree. It was kind of, you know, changing. It. it, uh, What am I trying to say? It was pivotal in comedy. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah, Uh, yeah.
1: The IMDb gave it a seven as well. And uh, what do you think, Rotten Tomatoes?
2: Seven point eight. Close. I mean, am oh, sorry. Oh, rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. I thought you said I, okay. Uh, rotten Tomatoes would be, I think, seventy-eight. Yeah,
1: Yeah, seventy percent.
2: Okay, yeah. So pretty close. Now, wh- it, remind me wh- when did the the the, uh, the Nutty Professor come out? The obviously the. Uh, Let me see. What's his name on? Yeah, Eddie Murphy. Not not the uh, ninety-six. Okay, so that was right before this. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so right. That could have. i wonder if that gave him the idea could have influenced to like, to, to like well if i can't get jim carrey then i'll mm-hmm. just i'll pull in eddie murphy and right and do it myself yeah
1: yeah because that was the first time that people did that right i'm, I'm sure that there, i'm sure
2: there was a uh, well i mean there was there, I'm sure
1: strange there's, love but. yeah
2: there's, I'm, yeah exactly. <laughs> i'm sure there's there's movies where yeah. it's been done but not to the same effect that like eddie murphy played like five six people in those movies right like, yeah right
1: yeah, I think it got more and more as the movies went on. Oh yeah, I mean at one point,
2: <laughs> at one point, the entire dinner scene of like eight people is just him and then like Janet Jackson.
1: Yeah, and then like the one mm-hmm. there was a little little kid too or something.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Hercules. 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 yeah. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. That that's such that's the one joke I think everybody makes about that movie. Right. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, and speaking about uh, Mustafa and Will Ferrell. He he does the same
2: bit in all three
1: movies pretty much. Um, And for some reason, uh, at least when I first saw this stuff, I thought it was funny in the second one and it wasn't funny in the first one.
2: You know, it's so funny watching this now, obviously, because of the what's because of the culture of what goes on today. I was like, is this just like heavily racist to have (laughs) like a white? Will Farrell playing like this. He's yeah. He's like screaming la Akbar" and like yeah. And like yeah, I was like Ugh. like yeah. They got away with that in the nineties. I you wouldn't get away
1: with that. <laughs> no. Yeah. He's yeah. Okay. Austin Powers colon the Spy Who Shagged Me came out in ninety nine. So pretty close. I guess they yeah, yeah. They made enough. Um,
2: and these movies are complex enough that I think it would it probably would take them like. You know three to six months to shoot them so it's like it's not like it's some cheap indie movie that takes like 30 days to make or something they yeah. like and there is there is some visual effects to it so yeah i could see there's a lot I, of i could see build. that like yeah you gotta figure that the first one came out in 97 and then it hit vhs kind of blew up a little bit and then it took them about like a year and a half to make uh, another one so yeah
1: yeah i mean you don't have to do any writing
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> you just photocopy the first script and yeah. put a two on
1: the top. Uh, it was again Jay Roach. Uh, budget was thirty-three million this time, so close to double the first yeah. one. What do you think it made?
2: I uh, see this one. I think starts to escalate up. I want to say a hundred and thirty million.
1: This was quite the surprise. Two hundred and six.
2: Oh, okay, I knew it was going to yeah. be. Yeah, yeah.
1: And uh, three twelve. I, I
2: saw this in a packed theater, like when it oh, opened. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: That definitely had buzz. Uh, okay, IMDb says Doctor Evil is back and has invented a new time machine. Time machine, yeah, that allows him to go back to the 1960s and steal Austin Powers' mojo, inadvertently leaving him shagless.
2: The the the, the pronunciation gag is always kind of funny. Like, uh, I, I love the way he says movie. <laughs> he's like, oh, he's talking about in like Flint at the beginning of oh, the second yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like, oh, that's my favorite movie.
0: All right then. I'm just gonna go watch a movie.
1: He does do weird stuff like that. Yeah. Um I'll just watch a movie. That's what he said. Yeah. Mojo. Yeah. So again, with the mojo thing, like it it making it out like mojo is a bigger concept yeah. than it really is.
2: Yeah, because it, it's I'm sure there's some Because at that point they're they're kind of making fun of seventies movies, sure, instead of like the sixties movies, and so I'm sure there is like a whole early seventies mojo thing, kind of, right? Like you know, I'm well, I'm guessing what does it tie into like disco or something or something?
1: Well, I could see it as the late sixties as well, yeah. You know, free love and all that stuff. So, yeah. But so we start in 1999. Doctor Evil wakes up in his big boy. They go back down to Earth. Oh, and we're still cut. We're still... Austin and Vanessa are still on their honeymoon. Yeah. So, like, no time has passed since the first movie. Yeah. But it's two years later. I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and it turns... But it turns out she's a fembot. And she self-destructs and blows up the room, which was really ineffective because all he did was get dirty.
2: Yeah. And it's... It's so stupid. It's so stupid. Yeah. It, like, there's the, even, they even... They even make a gag of it later when uh, Basil's like, uh, oh, yeah, we knew about that. Right. Like...
0: Got mail. Hello, Basil. Hello, Austin. How was your honeymoon? Well, it turns out that Vanessa was a fembot. Yes, we knew all along, sadly. Anyway, I have a new assignment for you, Austin. You're scheduled for a photo shoot, and one of the models works for Doctor Evil. Groovy baby! Shagwire!
2: What? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And, And And she has a mother, and like she. Right. <laughs> I guess – I guess here's the thing. In, in my head canon, I basically said when when Austin – in the first movie, when Austin and her were separated, that's when she's replaced by a friend right. but
1: Which I think is one of the uh, realities they were trying to get across because yeah. Dr. Evil says, oh, you know, here's my wedding pre- present pre- for yeah. you or whatever. Yeah. He didn't know, like – he couldn't have known that they're going to get married. married before that point. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it just makes no sense.
2: Um, well, that means she's just dead somewhere.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. Where <laughs> is she? What happened to her? <laughs> that's terrible. Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, she, she, well, that that leaves open the possibility that she could appear in uh, his next uh, movie.
1: That's true. Yeah. Um, I'd be, I'd be okay with that. Yeah. yeah. Um, right. So, but the, the, the she's, been, on,
2: she's been frozen somewhere. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah.
1: The effect on we're, Austin. We're
2: starting to get in how to fix. Yeah, these yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Let's wait till the end on that one. The
1: effect on Austin is that he's like, "Hey, I'm single again."
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So I, I do, I do like the uh, the musical sequences. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's it's. I don't look at it as being funny. They're just sort of like they're just well choreographed. Like
1: oh, like like dancing around Burt Bacharach.
2: Yeah. That One. Like, yeah. That yeah. one, and then like the, but especially like even even the like the theme song openings. Oh, where like, well, he's going through the hotel. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, it's yours, a little bit long. I'll give you that. It's, but it's long, yeah.
1: and and it's right. It's not funny. It's another one of these naked cover-up
2: deals, and there's yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: jokes layered in it. But yeah, it's it is kind of. I guess it's better than just throwing uh, titles on the screen. Yeah,
2: you know, or just doing a complete Bond rip where it's like the, right. The serpent, well, that's like. that's
1: true. It's a good point because Bond always has naked ladies during the opening credits almost always used to anyway uh, yeah. <laughs> bring thanks. it back bring it back <laughs> thanks uh, daniel craig you ruined he, it yes
2: yeah. uh no i'm kidding uh, what uh, brosnan was just talking about this the other day where he was like how, like he noticed the the tonal shift of how it's like like because when he did bonds it was always just sort of like a gag like it was always like there was always like terror like they tried to keep it like the 60s and 70s where it's like terrible jokes here and mm. there it's almost like they wrote them to be terrible bond jokes but then the craig ones were just so serious right that, yeah yeah
1: yeah the craig ones are like the nolan batman movies. exactly <laughs> yeah yeah uh, that's, a, that's a very good analogy. Huh? <laughs> yeah. okay so dr evil and scott go on jerry springer yeah for the first
2: of two
0: that's uh, no. that's an
2: overused gag yeah
0: hello scott Daddy's back. How could you do this to me on national television? We're throwing me a freaking bone here, Scott. Why'd you run out on me? Because you're not quite evil enough. But it's true. You're quasi-evil. You're semi-evil. You're the margarine of evil. You're the Diet Coke of evil. Just one calorie, not evil
1: enough. I, I mean, it was okay. Like, like at least we got the Diet Coke. Well, I'm, I'm fine with The first it. one, yeah, it's pretty yeah. funny. Yeah, they, yeah, everything ends up in a brawl or whatever. Yeah. Um, but uh, and then the second one where where Fow is is his mom. Well, that doesn't work either because he's not 30 years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Maybe they froze the embryo for a few. Who knows? 12 years or something. So okay. In this one again, back oh, no,
2: but it, but it's it's because he he goes back in time and sleeps with her in the seventies.
1: No, that's six nineteen sixty nine.
2: I guess yeah, you are right because I guess he's only been fro- like when he says like oh, but they two years. no because they had there had been enough two years. Yeah, you are right two years. So it would have been sixty seven. Yeah, you are right sixty nine. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't make any goddamn sense. Nope, <laughs> send it back. <laughs> um. So in this movie,
1: in, in the first one, number two said, oh, we make all this sorts of money doing this, that. And the other thing, in this one, they've bought Starbucks. Yeah. So their uh, head office is in, like, Starbucks Tower
2: or which whatever. Which was, was funny because it's, uh, that's when Starbucks really started to blow oh, up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Dr. Evil, several years ago, we invested in a small Seattle-based coffee company. Today, Starbucks offers premium quality coffee at affordable prices. Delish. Dr. Evil, if we shift our resources away from evil empires and towards oh.
0: Starbucks, we can increase our profits fivefold. Number two, I make the decisions here, okay? I demand a little respect.
2: Um, Which which it it doesn't it doesn't really work as a joke now because of how prevalent and how big Starbucks is. Yeah, it's it's like the thing is the the gag of it is then like 1999 like it's on the cusp of it being like this big thing.
1: I think it was as big. It I think was it was pretty big. big yeah. I
2: think it was big, but it was just yeah. sort of like it was. It was all everybody talked about. It's right. it's, it's equivalent to like Amazon or Tesla today. Yeah, how everyone's just talking about them all the time. Right. That, right. That, well, that was, Apple had the mid two thousands, and now it's like Amazon, Tesla is like the talked about companies. Right.
1: That, yeah, and and Starbucks had the mid to late
2: nineties. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Cause that was that was when like, uh, what's his name? The comedians were just you know using starbucks being everywhere as, yeah, as yeah. the go-to joke uh what's a dennis uh miller there's a starbucks in a starbucks yeah, yeah. um
2: so there was a, when, when i when i grew up there uh there was a point you could there was a barnes and noble books that has starbucks in it right. and you could stand on the balcony and you'd still be technically inside the barnes noble and from that balcony i could see six other starbucks's no oh, really city yeah <laughs> Was, there was one down and across the street, one two blocks over, one direction, one two blocks in another direction, one two blocks in another direction. Like you could see at least six Starbucks's from, from one oh, spot. Yeah,
1: And then we get Mini-Me. Dr. Evil, while you were frozen, we began a program to clone you. Cool.
0: Send in the clone! Huh?
1: He is exactly like you in every way. Except one-eighth your size.
0: Breathtaking. I shall call him... Mini-Me. Your stock is rising, number two. Come, Mr. Bigglesworth. Mini-Me, are you hungry? Something to eat. Not even a Hot Pocket. An ego. No. No, we don't gnaw on our kitty. Leave me... No. Leave mini Mr. Bigglesworth alone. Just love him. Stroke him.
2: Yeah.
1: So they've... In the two years that uh, he's been up in his space big boy, they've cloned him. And uh, the reveal is pretty good. Yeah. They're like, we we had some issues, but... uh," Yeah. And then you see the, the shadow appearing on the which I
2: know, it sucks because I, I can't I can't remember having watched that for the first time and knowing that it's coming up it's I can't tell whether it's funny or not right, right. like I can't remember back to being like oh my god it's a little it's, yeah.
1: <laughs> and you probably saw him in the previous anyway
2: yeah I guess yeah so, that's that's true I guess I didn't yeah. know that yeah
1: yeah so Vern Troyer it's mini me uh, he's one of the highlights of this movie oh my
2: god yes it's great yeah and, and he 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 doesn't have any words I'm right? so glad they didn't do just a mini Mike Myers oh right right like like just shrink down like put mike myers face on right. like, virtually like, like, what was
1: that or... baby movie with uh one it, of those comedians in it
2: oh oh you know the uh, oh god yeah it was <laughs> <laughs> one of the waynes brothers, the Wayans it brothers was, yeah right. it was uh marlon waynes yeah, yeah. yeah. And, but then but then the dab is played by sean waynes okay so, yeah yeah so yeah he's perfect it was like, it was like, a little big guy or a little like, big da- man da- daddy a little big man or like daddy's
1: daddy something daddy's
2: kid or daddy's son or something. I don't know. They were, yeah, they were definitely... That was weird. That was like when the Wayne's yeah. brothers were making movies that were like, like let's just put them in some sort of weird setup or like like white chicks or like... Oh, right. Yeah.
1: Right. So, Dr. Evil's plan is to go back in time to 1969 and steal Austin's mojo because that's the only reason that he's defeated Dr. Evil every time.
0: As you know, every diabolical scheme that I've hatched has been thwarted by Austin Powers. And why is that, ladies and gentlemen? Because you never kill him when you get the chance to, and you're a big dope. No, 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 uh. Down, down, mini-me. Me. No. Austin Powers always defeats me because he has mojo. Mojo? Mojo. The libido, the life force, the essence, the right stuff. What the French call a certain I-don't-know-what.
2: Yeah. Again, well, I, just, they didn't even bother writing. Because he has mojo. Mojo. Yeah.
1: And we get introduced to Fat Bastard.
2: Yeah. Okay. B- Fat Bastard is the worst character. Yeah. It's just, he's so disgusting and it's not even funny disgusting no and it's just like and it's just always him i swear to god he talks about corn in his crap like like three or four times and it's not funny any of them no and he's always trying to eat babies and yeah. mini me and like i'll trade you this for a baby yeah. and you're like oh you're like what like you're
1: really trying to make this work aren't yeah
2: you? it's like he's gonna give you like a million dollars and yeah. you're gonna trade it for like or like a half million dollars you're gonna trade it for like a baby <laughs> like just so you could like go get some fucking ribs or something you know how right. much ribs you could buy it's like you don't need to eat like a baby
1: <laughs> he does the little baby back yeah Chili's, baby back Chili. ribs i'm like didn't have chilies in 1969
2: i know <laughs> But was he was he displaced? Yeah, this happens in 69. No, but I mean, like, was he from the future coming back? Oh, I think so. Was it, so he was just a fat guy who shows up at the end of the third movie with, like, having lost... The whole fucking thing doesn't uh, make any sense. Yeah.
1: Well, he shows up at the end of the third... I th- he shows up in the third one. I forget what part... He shows up at the end of the He's a one. sumo
2: wrestler in the third one. Oh, yeah. But then at the end of the movie, he's, like, lost, like... Oh, he's a lost bunch weight. of weight. That's yeah. right. yeah, yeah. yeah
1: okay so austin time travels back in a vw beetle which is kind of funny because it's a modern day beetle yeah yeah. so i mean i shouldn't think about this but it's like wow that's like a car from 30 years in the future people are going to be really interested uh, yeah. it.
2: that's that's the thing is you look at it if yeah. you if you were there in 1969 and that car showed up you'd be like oh what's that like a like a 74 beetle or yeah, something exactly. you're like no it's <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah Uh, And so he shows up in his apartment, which is amusing. You know, the car just kind of pulls in. And the fact that there's already a party going on on two years after he's disappeared from the face of the planet. Yeah. Um, And this was a weird scene. It's got this musical element to it where um, Felicity Shagwell and her assistants are dancing the whole time. Yeah. And you've got this assassin who tries to kill him, you know, seducing him first a little bit. And Felicity's trying to protect him, but who, who knew that he was even going to be there? Yeah, right. So none of that makes any sense. But no. fine, it's
2: yeah, yeah, yeah it's it. Fine.
1: And they did do direct steal from Bond here, where he see he's dancing with the assassin, and, and he sees yeah. the guy in the reflection of her eyeball. Um, and then there's the bit where he holds her in front to get shot. But she doesn't die. Yeah, and yeah. he holds her up again. Gets shot a lot, and she doesn't die. And a rocket, they, yeah. The rocket launcher, and then they fall out the window. And he,
2: I, I, I he did he like the, the joke where they're falling, and then he yeah. slowly <laughs> <Right>. moves. <around. laughs>
1: yeah, and then he says, "Why won't you just die?" Yeah, like I saw a supercut of people saying that in
2: movies. Oh, why yeah. won't you
1: just die? right? Yeah. <laughs> was that? I think it was that, or it was I should have killed you when I had the chance.
2: Oh, that uh, that oh, one, I'm right. sure gets said a lot. Yeah. yeah
1: um what do you think of heather graham
2: i mean i i like her as an actress i just it's the character's okay it's not it's not obviously i would have preferred vanessa yeah i don't know how they would have worked her in and it makes in retrospect it makes sense they got rid of her because it's like her character had already played her purpose and it would just be the same gag over and over again and so you bring in someone new, and it's yeah, i guess i I guess I'm not against her, yeah. yeah, she was all right, yeah, yeah, nothing special she she played the part, yeah, so
1: Dr. Evil drinks some of Austin's mojo, that's
2: <laughs> dr- drilled out of his penis out yeah. of,
1: what is going on here
2: uh, how how that one get past the censors,
1: yeah, <laughs> which of course makes him. Randy as mm-hmm. Austin would say,
2: I, "Oh God, when her hair came out!" Oh like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: So, so he and
2: Frau have a, have a little tryst. Yeah, um, which was amazing. which which is not even not even the grossest sex scene between them. That's the third one. In the in the the um, and that's and that's like a sex scene, but it's like but they're they're in the prison and she's trying to give them a key.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Oh jeez, yeah. Oh, and so to set this up, though, in the beginning of the movie, she was shown as being a lesbian. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she's got her her lover there, which okay, it's not bring your lover to work day. I mean, we're doing secret evil plan shit here. But but her,
2: I, but it, but yeah, I guess her because her lover is like a, L- a LPGA. L- G- LPGA player, so it's right. not like she's evil or something, so. right?
1: But she has a unibrow, so let's yeah. make fun of d- butch lesbians. Yeah, yeah. Again, late nineties. Yeah. Um, But now, back in the past, because of Austin's mojo, she's into Doctor Evil at least once. And uh, I like the bit about you know it's not going to get weird. Yeah. (laughs) And then the next day at coffee.
0: Hi. Hi. Hi there. How are things? Good, Uh, doctor. And you? Great. Great. Just taking a break. Try the hot pockets. They're breathtaking. It got weird, didn't it? Yeah. I knew it. You haven't called. Look, we talked about this. We promised each other it wouldn't get weird. I can't let my feelings for you interfere with my taking over the world. You know that.
3: You know I will never love another man.
0: Yes, that's true. Yeah. Dr. Evil, I'm late. No, you got here right on time. No, I mean, I'm late. Death. Death. Scott.
1: It's weird, yeah. And she's pregnant. Well, I guess it's not the
2: next day because she says she's. Just, she's like, yeah, yeah. But it's it's. it's, I, it's I, awesome. I love his his like. Try the hot pockets. <laughs> They're breathtaking. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> like what <laughs> right. hot pocket i guess i, mean, I yeah. guess that obviously didn't exist in 1969 but it's like yeah
1: but he he was able to well they got a time machine
2: right? yeah well i'm just i'm just saying it's like <laughs> i'm sure to him yeah like who is uh, from the 60s it's like
1: oh so scott comes back at some point too
2: yeah, yeah. so right. he, he, he goes back in time and shows up yeah right. right right at that awkward scene where she said that she's late yeah exactly
1: so now his plan is to put a laser on the moon and threaten the world for money. And the scene where he's describing his plan is amusing because he's using all these terms that Death Star and yeah, yeah. and stuff like that, that.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, we're about to begin phase two of our evil project. Or is it phase three? I don't know phases. Anyways, this is the phase in which we put a giant laser on the moon. As you know, the moon rotates around the earth like so. When the moon reaches its appropriate lunar alignment, it will destroy Washington, D.C. You see, I've turned the moon into what I like to call a death star. <laughs> what? Nah, nothing, Darth. What, what did you call me? No, nah, nothing. Rip off! Bless you. Anyways, the key to this plan is the giant laser. It was invented by the noted Cambridge physicist, Dr. Parsons. Therefore, we shall call it the Alan Parsons Project. Oh, my God. (laughs) What now? The Alan Parsons Project is a progressive rock band in 1982. Why don't you just call it Operation Wang Chung, ass? For what? But be Nothing. I'm sure Operation Banana Ram will be huge. What do you think?
2: Scott's making fun of him. Which which one? Which one were they making the joke about the Alan Parsons project? I think, uh, that, I think that's this one. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it, his laser. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The Doctor Evil stuff is because later on when he's threatening uh, the president. First he he asked him for six hundred billion a trillion dollars yeah like, oh that amount of money doesn't even exist yet um but then he starts using all these nineties terms that what yeah, yeah. he gets And I'm like you picked he, up all that I, in like five minutes of being in the nineties yeah he he
2: they go, he goes back in time and he's he's trying to uh, think of some large sum because he was like embarrassed at how little money it was in the future so he asked for a hundred billion dollars i looked up in 1969 what the the government's budget was uh-huh. the entire government was 6.8 billion. Oh geez and so, that, <laughs> so it would be essentially like you're asking for like 40 trillion dollars today or like right
1: yeah oh so uh felicity after the uh, musical dance no actually this is before that um, Austin and Felicity uh, go back to his room but he can't do anything because yeah, yeah. his mojo's gone um, so she goes out but of course he doesn't tell her because he got to have a uh, miscommunication in these things yeah, yeah. so she gets a call from Basil and goes to plant a tracker on Uh, fat fat bastard. bastard, So she has to sleep with him to do that, which is another one of these disgusting scenes.
2: He's just just eating food and covered. I think I'm not even grossed out by that. It's more just like the heavy amounts of grease all over him. It's like,
0: I'm dead sexy. Look at my sexy body. Oh, yeah. Oh, look at him like a singer. Oh, sexy man, sexy man. Eating like a sexy man can. By the way, would you like some chicken I've got more
2: and he's got like chicken gristle going down his face and, yeah. and he thinks
1: he's so sexy yeah uh, sexy man, sexy <laughs> man. <laughs> so she ends up shoving this thing which is the size of like uh, oh yeah it's you enormous. know a cannonball uh, up his ass <laughs> and then you know that becomes a thing
2: later yeah I, and then then that that whole thing evolves into the joke where uh, Austin's having coffee and it's the stool sample instead right uh, which that was that's that's a that's a low joke right
1: there. It really is, and it's one of those where they play it out where he's about to drink, yeah. about to drink, and and all this stuff, and it's just you, you see it coming the whole time, yeah.
0: cool this coffee smells like shit. It is shit, Austin. Oh, good, then it's not just me. <laughs> oh. It's a bit nutty.
1: It does what it's supposed to do. It's supposed to make you cringe. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, because he shits it out. He shoots out the uh, tracker before they can catch up with him. Yeah. Okay, so Austin and Felicity go to Dr. Evil's Island. Oh, yeah, his, his island mm-hmm. made out of a volcano with liquid hot magma. Yeah,
2: yeah. I love, I love how all of his layers are shaped like him. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. His face and right. the eyes close when, he, when they're having sex. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, and the eyes like half closed all the time like, like his yeah. is. It's great. And the pinky's up. Yep. Um, So Austin and Felicity go there and they get caught. Uh, and here we go with the sh- the shadow play bit. Yeah. So they're in a tent with a light behind them, and the and Doctor Evil's soldiers are out there looking at their shadows on the side of the tent. And because of the way they're positioned, it looks like they're doing lots of weird anal
2: shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, which th- this one I I laughed at. The other ones I didn't like no. when it when it came back around. I think this this was the first time I think they did that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And it was I don't know it just it. The, the, the rope is what Gabby is, she is.
1: <laughs> it's just like, yeah, she's just pulling it. it's like yeah, that yeah, yeah. magician's gag right, she's just right. pulling it out and yeah. out and out but yeah. like none of that makes any sense because he's yeah. just pulling stuff out of a bag yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatever uh, so they get captured and they get thrown and again they get dressed up because they, they, they always have in bond as well like um, and
2: I think oh yeah yeah he he dresses them <laughs> in some like suit he designed yeah yeah yeah, yeah. he does that in the first one too right, yeah, right. Yeah.
1: he says he designed the
2: clothes in the first one
0: do you like your quasi clothes Mister Powers. I designed them myself.
1: Um, yeah, and in Bond, I remember them like taking your measurements for the clothes that you'll have dinner with. You know, Blofeld. Oh and, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're always doing weird stuff like that. So they get th- again. They throw him into a slow death room with a with a inept guard. Yep. Um, and she flashes him to.
2: I know that was dog. that was stupid. It's yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: while they were hashing out, you know, the fact that she slept with fat bastard. Um, so, Dr. Evil and Minnie Me take a uh, penis shaped rocket to the moon. Yeah, yeah. And this gag is okay. They do it again later on. And they go to the next movie. They do it in the yeah. next one where someone sees the rocket and is about to say, Colonel, you better take a look at this radar. What is it, son? I don't know,
0: sir. But it looks like a giant dick. Yeah. Take a look out of starboard. Oh, my God. It looks like a huge. Oh, where? Wait, that's not a woodpecker. It looks like someone's... Private, We have reports of an unidentified flying object. It is a long, smooth shaft, complete with two balls. What is that? That looks just like an enormous... Wang! Pay attention. I was distracted by that enormous flying... Willie. Yeah. What's that? Well,
1: it looks like a giant... Johnson. Yes, sir. Get on the horn to British intelligence and let them know about this. Cock or penis, penis or something, and it yeah. cuts to someone else using that word in a different context yeah. <laughs> over and over and over again. And I think either this one or the next one has, like, Woody Harrelson there as uh, himself in 1969.
2: <laughs> yeah. I, I can't yeah, I can remember which one that was. I know, yeah. I know it might have been this one.
1: Yeah. So uh Austin and Felicity take and they they get on board an Apollo rocket to uh follow them to the moon. Dr. Evil has so much better technology than
2: I know NASA yeah. even. Yeah, right? Yeah, like, yeah. What's
1: going on here? Okay, so then we have the fight between Austin and Mini Me
2: yeah that's 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 a good one yeah that's
1: good yeah. i mean then he beats the crap out of him for a while
2: yeah and then he goes with the whole piece yeah yeah yeah. Attack,
1: so. fakes him out and then starts attacking him again and then uh, <clears throat> he climbs inside his suit and then finally austin ejects ejects him, ejects him out into space yeah fern Troyer's great mm. they kind of overused it with the musical numbers which you know, oh yeah yeah where they're yeah. playing pianos yeah it's
2: like okay but it's it's funny that I I heard Mike Myers. He's obviously Bernardo passed, and so Mike Myers was talking about him, and he said the character was written so one dimensionally that everything was just a gag on a little person. Yeah, he said it, but like all the jokes and the great things about. It like came from Vern Troyer, just like he was, a, he was a really good dancer and like he had like perfect comedy timing and stuff like that. So it's just kind of funny. I believe
1: it. Yeah. His stuff was great. And I remember when I read a review of this, when it came out, they said, and I don't know if the reviewer is just making this up or he knew that the character of mini me was kind of inspired by the uh, Island of Dr. Moreau where Marlon Brando had a, small clone of himself oh i don't know yeah which i didn't see that when
2: he yeah did. no but i remember oh I, I i thought it i was thinking maybe it was something like fantasy island related nor it's like yeah that too yeah but the
1: fact that he was a small clone and he didn't speak i think because that was the bit in the in the island of dr Moreau oh, it? He didn't it was like speak, a, yeah he didn't speak and he was like a genetic kind of mix up clone. No.
2: Yeah. Uh, not, not, not quite right. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess that that does make the character better that he can't speak. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. His, it's like oh, it's like so stuff. much extra right.
2: dialogue you have to fit in. Right. Like and it's and, and getting getting a message across to him or trying to understand something from him is half the joke. It's yeah. like Yeah. Like we don't bite our kitties <laughs> <Or> in <like, laughs> the mini just a little pickles. bit no. <laughs> like oh yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> And he's always going after Scott. Yeah.
1: So, uh, why is Frau Farbissina on the moon
2: base? I don't know. And how did she get there? <laughs> how did she yeah. get
1: there? They never showed that. Um, so, there's a big fight. And, oh, that Felicity gets taken prisoner. And Austin is given a choice to save her or save the world.
0: Yeah. All right, slaphead. Turn around. Where's my mojo? Well, it looks like you have a choice, Mr. Powers. Save the world or save your girlfriend.
3: Austin! Felicity! Don't worry about me, Austin! you got to save the
0: world! Kill him! <laughs> Fire the laser! Lock it, lock it. Laser set for the Did kick? Ha! Ah! the battle mr powers but you lost the war no 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 listening wake up for wake up
1: chooses saving the world and she gets gassed or whatever but then he uses the <laughs> time machine the night, yeah. back 12 minutes or whatever yeah. and uh so he can do both things and
2: which he gets the idea from dr evil Dr. Evil's like, oh. in the other room is a time machine. Right. You can go back and save her. Like.
0: But isn't it interesting, Mr. Powers, that you would rather kill me than save your precious felicity? What do you mean? Remember, there's a time portal in the main chamber. You could go back and save her. I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And why why are you he- helping? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and so now there's two of them, and Dr. Evil throws the mojo up in the air, and they go for it. They yeah. both go for it and fall, and it breaks, right, yeah. but um, <laughs> you've had it in you all along. Yeah, I know. It's so. it's,
2: it's a f- the fucking MacGuffin where it's, just like, yeah, it's yeah. just like, there's no purpose to it. Right, yeah, yeah. You're going after something that just moves the plot along and has no purpose.
1: Right. So, uh, plot over, um, Fat Bastard tries to kill Austin and Felicity in his apartment. He's dressed up like a UPS guy. Yeah, yeah. And then they, like, talk him down, but then that doesn't actually work, and they just kick him in the nuts.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Kind of like the... The uh, random task.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just it's, it's, it's all built up and then it just leads to nothing. Yeah.
1: And uh, Dr. Evil goes out in his rocket and picks up Mini-Me from space and supposedly saves him.
2: Yeah. Okay. Gives him some sort of uh, injection. Yeah. Because it's cold out in space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't want you getting right. cold in. Right.
0: That's just a little prick. It's a flu shot. <laughs> You've been in the coldness of space. I don't want you to get sick. It's one thing to attack me. It's quite another to attack my mini-me. I'm going to get you, Austin Powers. I'm going to get you.
1: Okay, and in, in this one, Mustafa fell off a cliff. Oh, yeah. And they cut back to him after the credits. And I, I still, forgot about that, yeah.
2: He's still, you know,
1: which I thought was a pretty good bit.
2: But they didn't use him again in the third one. Didn't they? No, wait, mm. he's not in the third one. I yeah, I didn't like the
1: post credits kicker though. Is this? This is this. I forget where it fell, but um, at some point, maybe it's somewhere in the credits that uh, uh, Austin finds Felicity in bed with the other Austin,
2: and then. Oh yeah, you're right. I, I you know what? I I don't know if I even watched. I think I just stopped right when the credits oh, started yeah. and and didn't watch the rest of it. But I do remember that scene. Yeah, yeah.
1: and he's like, oh, "All right, that's cool."
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because he makes that joke when they're on the moon base. Where he's like, yeah. Yeah.
1: But I can't remember when that ha- occurs versus when uh, Fat Bastard.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Uh, yeah. So this movie, we have the Zip It.
0: A trillion is more than a billion, numbnuts. All right, Zip It. You, don't, you can't even. Zip It. Zip. Look. Ladies on, and gentlemen of the jury, exhibit A. Number two, would you please back Look, me up? Look, I'm Zippy Longstocking's. I can't When a problem comes along, you must zip it. <laughs> zip it good. From... would you hide in the wall. Subtitle. Zip it. I'm just trying zip. to... Zip. Would you like to have the suckle of my zipper? I want zip. you. Stop. Stop. Zip it. Zip me. Zip. Zip. Oh. You know what you're like a child. Zip. Talking if you just one time. To... Zip it. Unveil the time portal.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. But bit, which was fun. The other uh one which, you know, st- uh, stuck out as being pretty funny even when it when it uh, came out was uh isn't it funny how England looks in no way like <laughs>
2: Yeah, no, that. So that's what I'm talking about. It's, it's whenever their commentary, like whenever they're attacking the movie yeah. with their own commentary, whether it's Dr. Evil or Austin Powers, that's funny. Like, yeah. Cuz that's that's the whole point and purpose of the movie of the, of the series is to like make fun of like shitty filmmaking of like these like spy movies. Right.
1: Oh, this one had a star Wars opening crawl at the beginning. Oh yeah. yeah. Which I forgot about Rob Lowe, who plays number two in the sixties, I think is doing a pretty good Robert Wagner impression.
2: Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's funny.
1: Yeah. And I was reading in the trivia that I think he dated Robert Wagner's daughter for a while. So he oh, kind of developed yeah. his impression during that time. <laughs> that's odd yeah i guess this movie was good in my memory because i had forgotten how disgusting fat bastard was yeah and that really
2: takes away from the movie it does and it's and it's like it, <sighs> heather graham serves a purpose but her performance is not very good No,
1: she's she's not that great of an actress. She's not,
2: but it's like, but it's it's it's, she. A lot of times she fits the role, yeah, and and she she does for this. She's fine. Yeah, she works. It's it's just sort of like I I didn't get the same dynamic or feelings or emotion or like any sort of sense of like the character like I did with Vanessa, right? To where like I really like I didn't really care about. (laughs) <laughs> no. like Felicity. she just shows up Shagwell. and
1: wants to fuck him right yeah. away.
2: I I think mostly because she comes into this almost like a like a um a, a lot of vagina. She's Felicity Shagwell. Yeah. It's like she herself is a joke. She's not a character, she's a joke.
1: Right. Yeah, Vanessa didn't have a ridiculous Yeah, movie. it wasn't. Yeah. Okay. What uh what do you think about this one?
2: What do you rate it? I'd give it a 6. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's um it's still fun. There's still funny things about it. Like the other one, it doesn't hold up. Right. It's, it's not. If I watch this as a first time movie today, I'd be like, this is terrible. <laughs> and yeah. I'd probably give it like if I I think I'd give it a four. Right. If, if I was like watching this now is like, yeah. is it just came out or something?
1: Yeah. A lot of the scenes are just tiring.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, it's, it's, you can, there's just, you know, I, I feel terrible saying this. There's just too many plot holes. There's just too many plot holes to the movie when there doesn't have to be. I'm not saying it right. needs to be perfect and it needs oh, yeah. to, like but these are low hanging fruit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just it's it's one string of events after another just to set up a joke. It's yeah. it's not a movie. It's just it's a series of like SNL skits tied together mm-hmm. but with like a very loose thread story. Right.
1: Kind of like Top Secret as a follow up to Airplane. <laughs> yeah. Top secret has a lot of funny jokes and scenes, but the plot is a Disaster.
2: Of yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. I'll flip the script on you this time. Rotten Tomatoes gives it 51%. What do you think IMDb gives it?
2: Oh, for this one? Yeah. Um, 77%. Or 77.7. 7.7. 6.6. 7. 7. 7.
1: Uh, 6.
2: Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, better than, yeah.
1: Okay. Wow. It's come by so fast. I know. Austin Powers in Gold Member. So, this one doesn't have a colon in the title. It's just Austin Powers in Gold Member.
2: Interesting. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: Came out in two thousand two. Um, again, Jay Roach. Uh, budget sixty three million. What do you think it grossed?
2: I okay. My first my first reaction is to say three hundred. I don't know if that's right. I might say two thirty.
1: Yeah, two thirteen. Okay. Yeah, uh, two ninety six world. So about the same as the second. Yeah. One. Yeah. Um, IMDB says, upon learning that his father has been kidnapped, Austin Powers must travel to 1975 and defeat the aptly named villain Goldmember who is working with Dr. Evil. Yeah, so now they're going to 1975 because they want to do black exploitation. Yep. Makes no sense, but okay. Um, this opens with a... Sort of a scream type opening because they're making an Austin Powers movie. Yeah, yeah. So you see this sort of Mission Impossible style opening.
2: I, I remember being like blown away by that. It's pretty good. When you find out it's like Tom Cruise, oh, right, like, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. Because for, for like three or four minutes, you can, can't you never see his face. Yep. And then you know he does this flip over a helicopter and and all this. It, yeah, his stuff.
2: Jaguar ejects him from the and he right. flips over and he's like and it's it's really well done. He's like yeah. firing machine guns into it and you're like oh my. God. God, like Austin Powers, like just kicking ass, man, and then
1: right. Uh, it turns out it's Tom Cruise in the Austin Powers movie, Austin Pussy. Yeah. Uh, and who's the who's? Oh, and it's Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah,
2: as, and then, uh, Kevin Spacey oh, plays Doctor Evil, and then uh, Danny DeVito is mini me, me. which looks great. He's yeah. just flipping him off, <laughs> but he's like saying things. So yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah so that was that was amusing and and austin's on the set watching this happen and spielberg's directing it yeah this, this
2: one's just loaded with cameos man <laughs> like i thought the, the second one i was like especially i was kind of in the second one i was kind of blown away that uh tim robbins was in it oh yeah i was like tim robin tim robbins to me is like the the precursor to edward norton which is like edward norton's that guy who's just sort of like i want to be in the best movies and like oh, yeah. and everything has to be perfect and great i kind of get that impression from tim robbins where it's like huh. he like he's a very serious actor and he only wants to do like very dramatic serious roles and then it's like he shows up in this right and Uh, i was just sort of like yeah okay i guess so
1: right so uh austin is giving spielberg notes on
2: yeah yeah. (laughs) spielberg's like Spielberg's holding his, his oscar
1: right uh and that transitions into an opening credits, which is a Britney Spears video.
2: Yeah. which That uh, was really weird. That's where it fell apart from. Oh, yeah. You didn't need that. No. Yeah. No.
1: It's like, yeah. oh, we make a lot of money now so we can get whoever we want.
2: Yeah. Yeah. The whole time, like Pepsi and Taco Bell and all oh, that. Jeez. Like, yeah.
1: Dr. Evil's new lair is on the Hollywood Mountain. Uh, number two, this time has turned Evil Corp into <laughs> That
2: That was kind of funny that they turned it into an, a talent agency. Right.
1: Right. It's like, we can make a lot of money and still be evil.
2: Yeah. Or especially like when they're like, he's going to the list of their new clients and right. then it's like Leonardo DiCaprio and, and like Dr. Evil gets so excited. He's like, Leo. <laughs> <laughs> like him and Minnie. me are just so excited that it's Leonardo DiCaprio. They're really over, like playing up that
1: aspect of Dr. Evil's personality in this one. Yeah, yeah. You know, which is amusing. It's funny. I like it. Yeah. Uh, so the idea is to time travel back in time to the 70s to get Goldmember. But Austin stops him from doing that uh, Austin gets knighted for it and Dr. Evil goes to jail. Um, but his dad doesn't show up to the knighting ceremony. Yeah.
2: Well, that, that was the joke ju- is they, they catch Dr. Evil in the first act. It's like, right. He's immediately in print. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So it becomes a Hannibal Lecter situation.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: how Lecter like slash Magneto.
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't pick up on that part. I, I, I thought of the Hannibal Lecter one. But yeah.
1: And and him and Minnie Me, you know, in matching out- prison outfits is kind of yeah. amusing, and trying to you know acting like the the badass bosses of the prison yard.
2: I remember everybody loved that that music number. Oh yeah, the like, rap or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's like what is it's like, bling bling Domino motherfucker. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put a clip in. But, yeah. <laughs>
0: No crib on MTV. God only knows. Got my mini me in the GP. See how it goes. Evil's all that I see. And you ask me my name? D to the Rizzo, E to the Bizzo, I to the Lizzo. I'm a crazy. D- you all knew that. Austin caught me in the first act. It's all backwards. What's with that? So I'll make a prophecy from the dogs to the mini me. Give me an Escalade, a two-way bling, bling on eBay. Domino. Yeah. Night. For us. It's the hard Stick that in your pipe night. and smoke it.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the guys who kidnapped Austin's father have their dicks painted gold, so they know that it's gold member. So now they have to go back to the 1975. Um, oh, and now we get the uh, flashback to Doctor Evil and Austin at the academy together,
2: which makes no goddamn sense. It's it's ridiculous. It is. Yeah. I
1: mean, they turn out to be brothers and all this kind of stuff. Oh, and and Basil was at the academy. Yeah, yeah, two and there were was two, there. two.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I thought that the two guys that played them in the, like, they did, they did a really good job encapsulating the characters, especially yeah, yeah. Austin and right. Dr. Evil. So
1: Austin uses a, a pimp mobile to travel to 1975.
2: That was kind of funny. was him seeing him in that pimp outfit. <laughs> <Right>. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: I forget what happens to his teeth this time around.
2: Yeah. It's, 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 yeah. I can't remember. I, I don't know that they address it at all. Really?
1: Oh, and so he meets up with Beyonce, who's undercover, at the Goldmember's Club 69. Uh, Goldmember takes Austin's father into the time machine back to 2002, and Austin and Foxy follow in the mobiles so.
2: Yeah, the, the scene where they speak English-English to each other.
0: Listen, Dad, if you are going to talk about naughty things in front of these American girls, then at least speak English-English. All right, my son. I could have had it away with this cracking Judy, my old china. Are you telling pork pies in a bag of trout? Because if you are feeling quiggly, why not just have a J Arthur? What, Billy? No, mates. Too right youth. Don't you remember the Crembo din-din we had with the grotty scotch mm. bin? Oh, the one that was all sixes and sevens. Yeah, yeah she was a travelling striper. for the Morris that so lived up the apples and pears. Right, yes, yeah. yeah, she was the barrister that became a yeah. bobby in a lorry. The, and I got of the, <laughs> <laughs> the Gatling gun. And the of St. Regis the, the, the tea kettle, yes. And then she sat on a turtle, yes. Oh god oh. we had some good times eh? We had some good times
2: hey eh? They they're talking like when he when make- oh, he's like oh, he's like yeah, there's, yeah. there's yanks about like speak proper English, <laughs> right, English. Speaking or like English
1: English code That was pretty good It's like why didn't you just have a Jay Arthur <laughs> <laughs> Oh and so back when they were making the movie um during the opening credits there there's the uh orchestra are playing the soundtrack for the movie. Yeah. It's being conducted by Quincy Jones, Um, which is interesting because apparently Quincy Jones had originally wrote this, the, the main Austin Powers theme for something like 30 years ago.
2: Oh really? Yeah.
1: It's been around and they just used it for this movie. So they had him in there, but um, George Clinton did the actual original music for this movie. Oh really? Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, it was It was written by Quincy Jones, but then performed by George Clinton. Well,
1: yeah. They, I guess yeah. they re-recorded it. somehow. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But then Quincy was in here as the music director
2: for, for the movie. Yeah. That's cool.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, now we have um, number three, played by Fred Savage. Because um, Minnie me and Dr. Evil escape uh, from prison. Uh, Fred Savage, who's number three, and his big joke is he has a gigantic mole yeah. on his Yeah. God, that
2: got old. And, uh, uh, it, yeah. I, I remember watching this, and I, I, I was so... I was just kind of like shocked that I was like, "Oh my God, Fred Savage is doing something like <laughs> it past the Wonder Years." It's it, it, he didn't really like, do anything after that. No, well yeah. he kind of
1: went into directing. But, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. He does a lot of directing now. Yeah, like he's on a lot of episodes of like Always Sunny. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. But um, and he does a good job. But it's it's just yeah, it was weird seeing him. Right, and it was like it was it was a different weird than like the other people we've seen pop up in things that we haven't seen in a while yeah uh it was just like i was like i thought he had stopped acting (laughs) (laughs) yeah
1: i don't know it wasn't that weird for me i I never watched the wonder years i didn't really have i mean i knew who he was but yeah uh, um okay so now the lair is uh, dr evil's lair is a submarine again like him fat bastard is a sumo wrestler as you were mentioning before
2: um, and that whole that whole angle could have just been taken out of the movie. Yeah. It would, it actually would have here's the thing. It would have made the joke at the end where he comes back skinny funny if he wasn't even in the movie until the end. Mm. Because they had, like, maybe had said, said some comment in the second one about, like, oh, you need right. to lose some weight. Oh, yeah, yeah And then he yeah. does pop up at the end of the third movie, right. and he's like, oh, I lost all this weight. Like,
1: yeah, that could have been good. Yeah. Right, like I like
2: said, it would have made it actually yeah. funny compared right. to, like, him being in the movie and just making crap jokes, like. Right. Every 30 seconds. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. So they, they get him to confess in the changing room. They do some sort of torture to him or something. Yeah. I forget what it was. It turns out Fred Savage is um, a mole, yeah. for British intelligence or whatever. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And then he, they, well, uh, Scott turns around and, and finally becomes evil.
1: Right. Yeah. There's a whole big thing in this movie. Scott becomes evil. Yeah. Doctor Evil becomes good.
2: Oh, you know what we forgot to talk about? Mini-movie. I completely did not notice when it originally came out, but watching it, the therapist in the first movie is Carrie Fisher. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I, right. I, 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 I was <laughs> right. like. Why do I know her? And then I was like, Oh my god! Like <laughs> yeah. this—that's like right before she fell off a cliff. Like right where I was like, I was like, Oh, well, she's still like really pretty? Mm-hmm. Like yeah, yeah. That was funny.
1: Oh, that is interesting. Like even in the late nineties. Yeah, was, yeah. And then she kind of disappeared. Because
2: like, I remember, I remember like because she pops up and scream right. And she, she's obviously like her looks have faded a bit mm-hmm. It's and even, but I mean, she's I say that even, even for her yeah. age, it's right. like, she should have looked better than that. Oh. But, um, but like, yeah, I remember seeing her in this and I'm like, oh my God, like, I, like here it is in 97 and she's actually like still really pretty. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. I forgot. So, so something happened between like 97 <laughs> and like 2007 or.
1: Yeah. Sometimes people's age catches up with yeah, the yeah. ones. Yeah. Okay, so Dr. Evil's plan this time is... What, he calls the World Organization and demands an unintelligible amount of money. I don't... Okay, that was a bad... Note.
2: Oh, yeah, because he's, uh, he's like... what does he say? Show me the money. Oh,
1: yeah, and he's just like, I want a heptopadillion dollars. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, he says that. To like, say, yeah, I don't know what he's talking yeah. about. Yeah. yeah. What is it, Dr.
0: Evil? Gentlemen, in a matter of hours, a meteor will crash into Earth causing a global flood. That is, of course, unless you pay me. One billion, gajillion, fifillion. Shabadoodooly million, shabadoodooly million, yen. I think you're bluffing.
1: Dollar. And that's, that was the thing with this movie is that they kind of ran out of
2: jokes, stuff yeah. and jokes. And Because so, you can only go two directions for things, and it's like they yeah. burned out both directions for right. the first, mo- first and second movies.
1: And then even with the Scott thing, it was like in the first movie and zip it in the second movie in this movie he's just kind of making up syllables yeah. to talk over him. okay I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yes. yeah, yeah. yeah, which was a, sort of amusing but yeah. it was also played out
2: but then Scott because Scott finally turns evil he loses his hair right now, that was kind of funny it was, yeah
1: yeah uh, yeah didn't like Goldmember at all no the, the the character
2: yeah the whole it, I was so fucking like confused and weirded out by the whole like smoking a pancake like I'm gonna <laughs> blend you're like you're like what is it like what is this even a reference to like I don't get it like
1: yeah I, I it's like he couldn't it, it well I mean clearly it's based on Goldfinger but
2: yeah well, no I get I get right. the overall character yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's but, but, but like that his
1: his he's his, got a weird accent
2: yeah his affliction for like like combinations of smoking and and sweet Desserts or like breakfast items. it's It made no sense. Yeah.
1: No. Oh, okay. So I did note that his bad teeth are back.
2: Oh, well, I'm glad you made (laughs) it. I wasn't paying attention to that one.
1: Oh, okay. So they do a bit in this one that is like the nudity bits in the first two, but it's the partially obscured subtitles. Oh, yeah. Breaking the fourth wall there. It was okay.
2: I I think it was funny at the time. And then it's just. Is stupid now. Yeah, yeah. Because again, it's it's such a heavy breaking of the fourth wall where she's like, no, and she like stares into the camera. He asks if you would like some shiitake mushrooms. Right, I like, right. I noticed that hero
1: from hero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scene yeah. Godzilla scene. Yeah, it's cool. And okay, there's a scene where Minnie Me is in a wetsuit. Yep. And I wrote down that it's about as funny as you get. So apparently, I that <laughs> <suit>. <laughs> apparently you laughed your ass off on that one.
2: I, I did. I did laugh when it was Minnie Me dressed as Awesome Powers. Oh, that's cute. And yeah. he's got the little like perm, yeah. like hair and <laughs> yeah. glasses. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the little crushed velvet suit. Like. Yeah. So
1: Michael York, who plays Basil Exposition, and Michael Kane. Both like long histories of yeah, British yeah. acting film. This is the first film they've worked together on.
2: Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that was pretty insane. What? What? What was what? In that flashback to they where they show a younger Michael. What movie was that? It looked really familiar, but like uh, when, it possibly means, Logan's Run. Probably. Because that's the like, only thing I recognize him from. When he was like crying. I don't know. Like on the. Yeah, I can't yeah. remember. <laughs>
1: So here's an interesting bit. All the promotional material, and this is right off of IMDb's trivia, all promotional material, including online trailers bearing the movie's original title, Austin Powers and Goldmember, was withdrawn in late January 2002. MGM and Danny who control the James Bond license, obtained a cease and desist order from the Motion Picture Association arbitration panel on the grounds that new line was attempting to trade on the James Bond franchise without authorization. So that's gold member name was too close of a, of a hit. Uh, the matter went to arbitration. and The film was known briefly as the third installment of Austin powers until the matter was settled on April 11th, 2002. MGM agreed that new line could use the original gold member title on condition that it had approval of any future titles that parodied existing bond titles. Well, that's good yeah. thing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> way, way to give in on something that doesn't even matter. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Good like, stuff. when you are are you going to make 5 more of these? We want to have a say in what they're tell, what they're called. Yeah. Right. Uh New Line also had to agree to show the
1: trailer for the new MGM James Bond film Die Another Day with Goldmember. Yeah.
2: fine. That's that's fine. That's that's yeah. a pretty good concession. All right. Anything else? Uh, let's see. Well, wait, let's um yeah, we, I mean, we talked about that. There's the whole bullshit ending of that they're brothers, and that it's right. Michael Caine's two sons, and then Scott becomes evil, and right he and takes over, and <laughs> Doctor Evil, and it helps. Yeah, help. All of a sudden, do. all of a sudden, uh, Gold Member becomes the ultimate evil, right? And uh, they have to stop him. Which it, then it becomes John Travolta, which, and then John Travolta starts dancing.
3: Goldmember, you under arrest, sugar.
0: Ash holes! Do I have time for a lash smoke and a pancake? Or what?
3: I am from Holland! Isn't that weird
2: I I got this thing about John Travolta, man, it was he dances in every movie he's in. It's it's it's. Oh, I yeah. swear to God, it's in his contract. Yeah, I, I may have mentioned this at some point in one of these prior I episodes, think you did. Yeah. but it's. It, I think it it has to be that it's in his contract because he <laughs> he's he just goes. I'm like I'm gold and then starts dancing. You're like, what are you doing, man? Well, I never saw Battlefield Earth, so I hope he doesn't do it in that. Oh, that's a good point. I should look. Oh, that's, that's the one movie I don't know if he does dance. I have to go find that now. Crap, you gave me a reason to watch that <laughs> movie, and I don't want to. <laughs> no, please. Like, if, oh God, if, if somebody knows if he dances in Battlefield Earth, please, please leave us a message. Yeah. We could probably uh, Google that too. But anyway, what did
1: you rate this movie?
2: I, I, I think I gave it another six. Okay. I think I, think I gave it the. It's, it's, it's very, very similar to the second movie. If anything, it's probably a little bit worse than the second movie, but it's I there is I think there's better jokes and gags in this one than in the second one. The second one just has is consistently better. I think there are a few funnier things in the third one.
1: Okay. Yeah, I give it a five. I felt the second one was slightly better.
2: Yeah. I can't I for me two two and three just mix up so much that I, I can't hmm. like I can't separate them. I can, for some reason I can separate the first one pretty well. Interesting. Like that, that plot's so dialed in and that it's, cause it really, it's really only like, it mostly takes place in like Vegas and then, yeah. And then his lair. So it's aside from like the unfreezing scenes and all the setup before that. Right. But the bulk of the plot is really only, the other ones just go so many places. It's
1: They are kind of all over the place. Yeah. I can definitely keep the second one separate from, I keep them all separate cause the second one I saw, much more, and I like yeah, it much yeah. more than the other ones. So, all right, IMDb gives it a six point two out of ten, and Rotten Tomatoes
2: sixty seven percent, fifty four percent. Oh, okay. Eh, well, yeah, yeah, can't win them all. Yeah,
1: right. So, what could have made these better?
2: I think that they they sh- obviously the first one was very Bond heavy. And I think that the second and third ones, they started deviating from the spy mm-hmm. theme a little too much. Yeah. And just started going for like, like, lowbrow comedy that was what's funny. Right. They, so it's it's sort of like Austin Powers 2 and 3 were more of a parody of the first movie than they were spy movies. That's
1: a good point. Yeah.
2: And so I think that if they... they and I, I would be fine. It doesn't necessarily have to be bond, like Bond. They could have just found other... Like they could have done an Avengers franchise or True. like... You know, this or that, like, or, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Something that like... Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible. Exactly. And and done kind of like parodies of different series of mm-hmm. movies. Right. Same characters, same stories and stuff like that, but just sort of like twist it to so the joke's more about like that series of stuff. Right.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, and, you know, in the first movie we had Random Task, which was a direct Bond
2: off. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: And the second way of fat bastard, which is not a it's, it's, of anything. it's not anything. It's yeah, a, it's a new character that's bad. Yeah. So I would say bring in more, like, say, characters that are reflections of you know satires yep, yep, of somebody yep. in one of these other movies. Or series. I would say also air uh, towards more Dr. Evil and Scott and mini me scenes and yeah. less Austin power scenes.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, it, it sounds like to me that you know, they're making a fourth movie and it's going to be oh, that, yeah. like, an, like a, like oh. a very Dr. Evil centric movie. Right. Which I wouldn't be surprised if he's heard that, that people are like, Oh, Dr. Evil is the way better character. It's, definitely. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well then it becomes, then it becomes despicable me. Right.
2: Yeah. But it, oh, you're right. It, but it, it is kind of interesting that it, like if, if this was ever only a one movie series I don't know if I would say that about Dr. Evil that he's the more interesting character I think it, it really comes out in 2 and 3 that he becomes yeah. the, way more yeah. funnier interesting like having more depth to him character mm-hmm.
1: the first one he's a straight up just evil evil
2: him. yeah just a Blofeld like right. just straight up, like evil like villain right and so it, 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 the better stuff is with Austin Powers right so yeah
1: yeah, so maybe he's not the better character. He's the less annoying character. In the first <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Cool. Anything else? Uh, no, that's That's all I can think of. Well, thank you for joining us on this episode. For more podcasts like this, check out everything over at com, And you can find us at Sequel Harder on Facebook and Twitter. And our email is SequelHarder at gmail.com. So write in and let, let us know what you thought of uh, Austin Powers. And uh, we'll see you next time.